2: Listening to Fox Sports
0: Radio. Radio. At Covino and Rich is where you can hit us up on social media. Steve Covino, Rich Davis, at Spot Center. Perfetsin for Ramos. We got Danny G on the phones at 877-99 on Fox. <laughs> Dan Byer with the updates. And get ready, guys, because we're going to play some trivia today. Ooh, uh, very special yeah. themed trivia.
1: Tristan Thompson was criticizing LeBron's diet. Yeah, saying he has the worst diet ever. He has like five French toast, drowns it with syrup and strawberries and bananas, then he has a four egg omelet, and then he just goes and effing dunks on somebody. Yeah. He eats dessert with every meal, loves his sweets. It's crazy how LeBron's body just burns it. Because
0: he's burning it. And that's the difference between, you know, everybody else and LeBron. Yeah. And Rich, I know before we get into our, you know, favorite cheat foods and I've everything heard like MJ that.
1: too, by the way, the, the the goat, Michael Jordan, people have been known to say that he was big on when he sponsored McDonald's when he was a big spokesman. Mm-hmm. He did eat McDonald's breakfast all the time. I feel like we learned that in Last Dance.
0: Are you going to share with the
1: Fox Sports Radio Nation your new diet routine, your new diet plan? Um, I feel like people need to have a drink or have an edible or something to really be on my same wavelength with this one. All right, Let's all pretend. Let's pretend you've had a couple. <laughs> let's all pretend. Yeah, yeah, it's late at night. Cavino said something to me and... I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but now I'm on board. Wait, you're going to try to push this on me. You had some dumbass new diet plan that oh, you no, said. I, 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 I said, said. Oh, no, I said. I said, well, since you're pretending. Oh, no, yeah, and and you said something to put it over the top, so I'm giving you credit, buddy boy. I don't want your credit. I want you to tell people what you told me first. So, my wife and I are going on vacation mid-March. First time we're going away without the kids in a long time, and it's nice. We're going to go to a beach, little all not actually it's not an all inclusive. We're going to a place where a sassier place. We're going to a place where I'm excited. I look at all the restaurants around there, That's laying on the all beach. exclusive. So here I am thinking. All right, I got three and a half weeks, roughly three to four weeks to get a little trim. I want to look good on the beach. I want to. I want to be like. Remember, you don't burn you don't burn myself. calories like LeBron. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Michael Phelps or Floyd Mayweather Jr. I'm not doing enough to counteract my late night fast food runs. So this is the dumbest thing ever. I said, Kavina, last night, I went to the pantry. And right when I'm about to grab the salt and vinegar chips or my Sour Patch Kids or a piece of chocolate or get a scoop of ice cream out of the freezer, I stop. I think about it. I imagine what it would have tasted like. And then I'm like, well... How dumb is this? Is imagining it just as good as the real? No, it's <laughs> the dumbest thing went, ever. And then I went back to the couch.
0: So I said, in, in joke, in joking, uh, I was saying that. Well, if you're gonna pretend like that, just pretend that everything in your pantry's piping hot. Ah. You know, ah, cookies. Ah, oh, the, the pantry is lava. Are you the pantry is lava? I was like, why don't you pretend the pantry is lava? Then that'll keep you. Well, out it of goes there. back to Camino. But I, I feel like you. I feel
1: like on, on a Fat Tuesday that 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 the cookies are screaming my name from the pantry. Yeah, why the you know, Girl Scouts had to line up their agenda right when I'm trying to get in some good shape. You know, you're, you're one of, one of Camino's old buddies, Barnando, one of your old school pals you grew up with, mm-hmm, Barry. Let's be honest, in our twenties. Barnando was a bit of a a stoner. Yeah. And Barnando yeah, bro. would say things like, yeah, so like, in my 20s. No, he would say, give me a, give me a celebrity from the early 20s. Jessica Alba. I hooked up with
0: her, bro. You did not hook up with Jessica Alba. Yeah, I did, in my mind. <laughs> and his theory was. His theory was. In, in, his, in his stoner thought that. His memory, his his imagination of hooking up with her is as good as your memory. Just as good as anyone's actual memory. If the event, if
1: the event happened years ago,
0: yeah, maybe, uh, maybe you should have been uh, under the influence before we had this conversation. (laughs) Just perhaps, perhaps, Yeah, yeah.
1: But hey, as we as we are sitting on a fat Tuesday, before we get into the XFL, around the room, your best, your best, late night or like weekend cheat food, like your gross go-to. What's your favorite? Your fast food cheat meal, disgusting, like are you housing a pizza by yourself? Are you getting some like, like Spot used to get those Papa John's breadsticks and just douse them in that garlic sauce. Yeah, I used to get a whole pizza and douse them in the yeah. <laughs> garlic
3: sauce. You know yeah, what Danny G, let's,
1: let's start with Danny G. Danny G, what is your go-to? If I were to be like, Danny G,
3: just pig out and be the most disgusting version of yourself. What are you eating? I guess a big meal from in and out and then I would go to the freezer and get those mini chocolate cones from Trader Joe's. Oh, all oh,
1: right. So oh, mini yeah. chocolate yeah. cones yeah. after after those. you
0: had yeah. a
3: couple double doubles. <laughs> yeah, because I only had a Coke with the In and Out, not a shake. Oh, so still need the ice cream.
1: I'm gonna go. Danny's like, but they're little. And I'm like, yeah, but Danny you had six of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> one for each
1: tooth. Like yeah. like around Halloween when I tell myself, "Do yeah, like 25 mini Kit Kats equal one big one?" Right?
0: <laughs> oh my god! Um,
1: I'm gonna go. Taco Bell Gordita Crunch. You get yourself three or four uh, cheesy Gordita Crunches. Taco Bell late night to me is number one. You know what? I I can't resist. It's weird. I rarely go there, but every time I go there, I see it and I'm like,
0: dang, now I got to get it. Like if I'm at a Carl's Jr., not an actual Carl's, the Carl's Jr. Oh, yeah. Right?
1: You're you're the type of guy that's like, what I'll is that baconator?
0: That Western bacon cheeseburger where they throw bacon and onion rings on it, oh. and they douse it, and pfft. All the sauces, all the sauces ah. and the fixings. I can't resist that.
3: So if I yeah, like, that's after the club, fat food. Yeah. If, oh, I had, yeah. If, yeah. I
0: had, if I had, if there was no repercussions on a fat Tuesday, and again, it's National Pancake Day. So we're talking about your favorite cheat food. Man, uh, and and some, it all
1: it all goes back to LeBron yeah. James, who apparently eats like a schoolboy, but because he's LeBron and he's the most competitive athlete in the NBA, he just burns it all.
0: Yeah, and then you have eaters remorse, and you feel like a not slob. LeBron. LeBron no, just hits LeBron. the court
1: the next day, burns
0: it all Spot off. Spot as a pizza. I had a President's Day pizza party yesterday. Couldn't resist a slice. Mm. Pizza. Yeah, pizza's got to be pizza's it. Pizza's like the number one pizza's answer. Pizza's just heaven. Yeah.
1: If, uh, I, th- I never no had st- a bad slice. If no one, but if no one stopped you, you could probably eat a whole pizza yourself. Then, then some. Probably. Like, you know when you were a kid, you got get pizza, eight slices? Mm-hmm. I always wondered, and we still wonder to this day, how does a family eat one pizza? Because I feel like I could
3: eat a whole pizza. Oh, that sweet potato pie pizza that we had on Radio Row. Oh, Ridiculous. <laughs> oh. Yeah. so
0: good! I could have handled <sighs> you know, that by myself. That, was
3: a, that wasn't a personal pan pizza.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like all three of those I could have ate them all. I think like a, like a New York style pizza,
0: which is big and the slices are big. I could still eat a whole one of those. That Agreed. was on uh, National Pizza Day. Super Bowl week in Arizona. Look at that. Now it's National Pancake Day. So, hey, it's Fat
1: Tuesday. You
2: got an we're entry, feeling, We're
1: feeling like gluttons today.
2: You got an entry, Profet? What's
1: your what's your go-to slob food?
2: <laughs> well, sidebar, at least for where I grew up, Fat Tuesday, it's always be about the ponchkas, which is like the Polish version. Like, we have malasadas around here, right? The Hawaiian, like, deep-fried donuts. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that was ponchkas. Really? Ponchkas. Oh, okay. ponchkas. I just
0: looked them up right now.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's like fried dough, usually yeah. filled with like a jelly. Those the, that's like the big Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday stuff. Oh, I get. Like in Toledo, but uh let's see here. So I'll I'll go with uh, by the way, Papa John's, not the breadsticks, but the cheese sticks. I used to eat like mm, one, uh, maybe two uh, oh, when I was back in Toledo. Garlic sauces. Yeah, just I just needed the cheese sticks itself. <laughs> just just the, know, the whole damn I, thing. I'm going to throw one more but, in there. But but <laughs> I I would say I would say the big thing for me is um It's called it's it's a Swedish dish. It's called Flying Jacob. You look it up, the individual ingredients (laughs) are Is this
0: one of your circus tricks? No,
2: no, no, no. no. I I, it is a it is a casserole. It's like shredded chicken, heavy cream, chili sauce, sweet chili. Flying Jacob bananas, bacon, peanuts. And rice. <laughs> Damn, Damn that looks a, tasty. It's a dessert? It, it, no, it's, it's a dish. It's a dish. It's a dish. None of it doesn't sound like it goes well together. Oh, uh, let me a, tell it's you. It's It's tasty gotcha. when you put it together. But each individual ingredient is like, why would you eat bananas with that? And I'm just telling you, you just tr- it, eat
0: works. It. it works? It works. Hey, I never heard of it. The Flying Jacob.
2: I thought it was like some sort of like, you know. I saw some guys on YouTube making. I've just been really? making it ever since. Wow. Yeah. I thought oh. it was like some sort
0: of like fat Daryl coming from Jersey. That would be like the fat guy after the college party. Go to from the grease trucks. The flying they, Jacob. The flying Jacob. That was one of Rich's weird sex moves from the early 2000s.
1: <laughs> I gave her the old flying Jacob. What was the uh, final one you wanted to end with, Rich? You um, said you had one more. Well, the that's the, the, the fragile Jacob is in uh, <laughs> the Rangers training camp right now. Fragile Jacob. The ground. Ah. Guy's not even going to play this year. Watch. Good one, Ray. Um, thanks, but I think you could throw Buffalo Wild Wings or Hooters or oh. whatever your wing preference is. I like them both. Hooters has always been good to me. Buffalo Wild Wings right across the street. If you told me that I could have boneless or bone-in with just a big tub of blue cheese, I think I could dip wings until I throw up. <laughs> I really, really do. As we're,
0: I, as we're discussing this, there's a Burger King commercial on it. They have something called the Quad Stack. Could you actually rock that? No, Four patties?
1: Oh, I could, but I feel like a quad stack. I have no problem eating. I just, you know, you have a little eater's remorse afterwards. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's Fat Tuesday. Enough of food. Yeah. Let's turn to the XFL. Let's do it. XFL. I've now, been watching. When
2: this <laughs> is the XFL. I I've
0: had this internal debate where I'm like, I can't invest in this. I need a break. But I must. But I, I, I got to focus on the NBA, I got to get ready for baseball. And then there's a part of me that just puts it on anyway, but I'm like, I can't. I have this weird battle back and forth. Well, I don't know what
1: it is about the XFL. Now, like,
3: I don't got what, time What do for they it. say?
1: Oh, here's a good question. I'm going to make an analogy because that's what I'm best at. What do they say about single guys and single women that are roughly late 30s, 40s? What do they say? They're what? They're, they're, they're sometimes hard to date because they are... C- difficult.
3: Contagious.
1: <laughs> keep going. Stinky. No, keep going. Men and women that are late 30s, 40s, uh, they, they, oh, they're a bit... They have multiple cats. Complicated. Stuck in their ways. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people... It's, it's very hard to date someone and meet someone, probably. It's hard to meet someone that's like... you, Ladies, you meet a 45-year-old guy that's single. Good luck changing his habits, right? No way. You date a, a strong single woman that's been doing her own thing for a while. Good luck trying to change her routine, guys. So, what I'm saying is, we have been raised since little boys... And little girls to watch football. Then football ends. When football ends, I start watching the NBA or the NHL. Then baseball starts. <laughs> then I get to the All Star break. That's middle of summer. We're off from school. I'm talking when we're kids. Then when school's about to start up again, football starts. And all this coincides with the seasons and the it, time and it of coincides the year. what what when you played sports yeah. too. When you played football in high school in the fall. When you played baseball in the spring. We're so stuck in a routine the same way someone in the dating world is stuck in their habits. You're trying to tell someone that's 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old to be like, hey, I know you've done everything and your sports viewing habits are this way.
0: Change them. But maybe they're not really going for that person. They're going for a younger audience. Maybe perhaps. so. And, and if, uh, if older people happen to tune
1: in, Bro, you know, then hey, that's, I was at that's the, great. I was at the gym and they had the XFL on this weekend. And I'll be honest, I watched some of it, it seemed pretty competitive, and it didn't seem lame, it didn't seem like some bootleg product, it seemed pretty good, but then I started asking myself the questions you're probably asking yourself, All right, well who do I root for? There's not a lot of teams, do I pick a team that I like, do I have to pick my hometown? Do Do I pick AJ McCarron's team, because he's a likable guy, and he's in the XFL, oh look at that, Josh Gordon's getting a chance, do I root for him? He scored in his XFL debut. We are so identified many times by our sports alliance. Seattle Sea Dragon receiver. It's a cool name, Seattle Sea Dragon. It is. Cool but, helmet. But you know what? I look at Profet. I don't know much about him. But you know what I know? He's the diehard Lions fan. The guy bleeds that cool blue, which, by the way, the cool blue the Lions like is Honolulu
2: blue. Honolulu blue. You told Honolulu me that way. blue, yeah. So. Like there's a USFL team in Detroit, but there's no XFL team.
1: Yeah, so it's like you don't know who to yeah, root but you for. You know what?
2: Beat it with that. But what I'm they saying is, to,
1: they need to combine. No, but what I'm saying is, Profet, I look at him, Lions guy. Danny G, guys wearing a Raiders hat right now. You look at me and you always say, "Oh, Rich, always yap 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 about the 49ers." We're so ingrained, Camino. Hey, I really you, don't you have pinstripes. I fact, do, but I, I don't Camino, have an NFL team. So can I just say now moving yeah. forward? Yeah, I root for the uh, Seattle Sea Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Look, under Covino's uh, shirt, he actually has pinstrips tattooed on him. I do. That's how much we Yankees fan I of do. Right Definitely, up. I think
2: the Guardians two years ago were in New York. Yeah. But now they're down in Orlando. Yeah, to
1: me, so it's like, I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, we have to pick teams. We have to know the players. Is that step one, you guys think? Is that, is that, cause- but that's no more
0: arbitrary than what a lot of kids did growing up for us. I mean... Unless you were born into a Giants family or a 49ers family,
1: a lot of our pals just picked a team I, I'm, or I'm fell not, into a team. I'm not, trying to, I'm, trying to sound, I'm not trying to sound chauvinistic by saying this, but how many times have you dated a woman who's not into a sport you love and you try to introduce her to something new and you could tell she's sort of like, all right, who do I root for? Who do I like? Wait, so wait, what, what, what division are they in? You're learning a sport. Like a disinterested girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife. Okay. Like imagine your wife. My wife's into like, she reads like nerdy books and stuff. I don't even know what it is. That's how much I don't know. Nerdy books and stuff. I don't even know. But she'll try to tell me something like, Babe, in this fantasy novel I'm reading, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm trying so hard to care. I'm trying so hard to care. But I can't. But please talk about the
2: Mets forever.
1: When I'm telling her about, Babe, what do you think? Scherzer or or, uh, Verlander? Who should start game one? She's thinking like, yeah, I learned that for you. We learn things for other people. But when something debuts, like the XFL with new teams, By new way, cities. Third
0: debut, right? Yeah. 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 That, that
1: also waters it down a little <laughs> bit, too.
0: When we were kids, we were kind of pumped about it. I liked the black football, Vince McMahon. And then right before COVID, it had some steam, and, and now we're dealing with
1: it again. <sighs> so... What needs to happen for you to be interested? Answer that question at 877-99 on Fox. What could pull you in? The best fat athletes. Oh, yeah. Best (laughs) fat athletes. Think about it. Let's get the phones going. 877-99 on Fox as we celebrate Fat Tuesday. Now, by the way, we're going to use the uh, term fat
0: loosely, right? It's not the nicest word in 2023. I still use it. I didn't cancel that word yet, but words like that hit a little different in today's world. I guess you're right, right. Like I think they're probably going to change Fat Tuesday, and it's called like slightly, like slightly plump
1: Tuesday, Husky Tuesday, Husky Tuesday. It's a matter of time. So beef, let's enjoy the cake. Fat Tuesday while we can. Beefcake Tuesday. Yeah, but you're, but you're how about this? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, big big bone Tuesday. Instead of saying fat, how about we say? Your favorite Big Fellas. Ah, there, there it is. you go. Your favorite In big celebration fellas. on Fat Tuesday. In celebration of Fat Tuesday. How about your favorite Big Fellas? Because I got two that come to mind. I got a few that I don't think anyone will say, so I'll say it. I mean, his most glorious moment came as a New York Met when he hit the most unlikely of home runs. And the stadium erupted like it was the World Series. But no, it was just a Bartolo Colon home run. Bartolo Colon might be the best big guy when it comes to this story. I, I don't like want to give, I don't I like give you the,
0: No, you led too strong. That might be the number one answer.
1: Well, it's, 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 this, this is Family Food Fast Money. I'm Dude. giving you the number one answer. I feel
0: like Rich may have given up the juice, the number one answer already. Can anyone top that? I mean, oh, but it's I also to give props to other, you know, what do we call them? Big, big fellas. fellas. Other big fellas. Who had an actual skill that took them to great lengths in their sport. I imagine we're going to discuss a lot of baseball players as we get right ready for baseball. And some NFL guys. And um, of course, uh, and of course, my favorite basketball player, Chubbs from Teen Wolf.
1: Chubbs from Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to,
0: he's got to be got. Survey says. Yeah. Chubbs from Teen Wolf. Also
1: known as Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Can I give you one that... He's not so much a big fellow, but he was a little husky. He he uh what what were the jeans you had as a kid? Husky fans. Oh, the husky fan? Yeah. yeah, husky. Plastic bands. Yeah. I had those. My favorite basketball player in the nineties, you might say, Yo, Rich, you love Jordan? He wasn't big. No, no. My favorite NBA player in the nineties, Sir Charles Barkley. Yeah, but he wasn't later in his career. Yeah, but you know what? It's funny. If you talk to younger
0: people, right? They don't even know what a beast of Don Charles Barkley was. They just know him as like the fat analyst. And I say fat kindly, overweight, big fella, yeah, big, fella. big fella. Big fella. They don't know what a mastodon he was in his primo. They'll, they'll never know. And when I say primo, I'm not going a la Don Lemon style, okay? Yeah. I'm not saying- Slow down there, in your prime. Yeah, but you know, in his glory, at his most fit, Charles Barkley was a bad man. He was in great shape, too. I, I
1: thought he- he came the closest. He just got bigger as he got older. That Phoenix Suns team with Dan Marley, KJ, that team, was
3: Oliver Miller on
1: that team too? I was just, Another big yeah, fella? Yeah, he was
3: on my list. You he know, was Danny, 300. He was pushing 300. Yo,
1: that team was the closest to beating MJ and the Bulls. I know they only took it to six games, but game six, Jordan came back. That was, uh, that was a hell of a team. Two big fellas on that team. So guys, ladies, gentlemen.
0: Everybody in between, we welcome everybody. The most inclusive show here on Fox Sports Radio, Cavino and Rich, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. On a fat Tuesday, we're giving props. That's what we're really doing. Yeah, you know, shout outs, love, shout outs and love to be like, hey, these dudes were, were defying the odds, kind of. These were big dudes, but
1: they were slaying it in their game. You see who came to spring training? Still be he's a, still a big fella, but he shed twenty five pounds and he's focused. Did your, you see your, the pictures? The guy in the Mets. You see Vogelbach? Is he really shredded, though? Look at the pictures. Is he really
0: shredded? Because I feel like, you know, he's probably one good breakfast away from one, being one lumberjack <laughs>
1: <laughs> special. One,
0: <laughs> one stack of pancakes away from no, being right back where he, looks he was. Let me up? give you a, a good example. And I'm a fan. I want to make this very clear because people get extra sensitive, right? Yeah, we're living in a we're know, living in a right? world where everyone is waiting to yell at you. Gotta you gotta realize we're not we're not those guys. We're, 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 we're spreading love right now. It's, the, it's Valentine's Month. So we're spreading love. Andy Ruiz, let me tell you a story. I was home alone watching Andy oh, Ruiz. Did the wet bandits try to uh no, not, try not, to get you? No, no, I was actually watching this fight Home Alone. Oh, okay. Not the movie Home Alone. Yeah. And Andy Ruiz. Is fighting Anthony Joshua. And the joke was he looks like the little kid from the movie Up, right? Like this chubby dude. Chubby vato loco. He got no respect. This guy comes in. Stomps. Whoops. Beats the hell out of Anthony Joshua. And at this time,
1: Anthony Joshua seemed unbeatable. He And again,
0: physical specimen. You know, in, in tremendous shape. Andy Ruiz becomes the first ever... Mexican heavyweight champion of the world and he's there jumping in his glory because he did the unbelievable and I'll tell you what I was in my living room doing the same thing yeah looking just as chubby and everything in my glory for him because I was so excited but my point in bringing him up is I think he deserves to be on his list he's still you know a a fighter to be reckoned with fella but he's a big fella and he's also one of those guys that gets in shape but then you see him like a week later, and he's right back to
3: where he was. It
0: happens. It, it happens, happens, happens. It, does it happens. Does happen. um,
1: but you know what? The uh, I'm convinced on a tangent. Yeah. I'm convinced that Anthony Joshua, his career was ruined by Ruiz. Yeah, he hasn't been the same because uh, you know. Yeah. A- at that point, we were really heavy into boxing because you you sort of pulled me into your boxing world, and I was like, it was the three headed monster. Remember, it was Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, none of them had and, fought each other. Except Fury and Wilder one time. Right. Hey, it's Covino. And Rich, and our balls are dropping right now in the middle of this podcast.
3: Right now.
1: And more balls is not always a good thing.
3: Here's Danny G with all the details. All you got to do is email us. What? CRprizes at gmail.com. That's CRprizes at gmail.com. Type in that you heard Covino and Rich's balls drop.
1: And more balls is not always a good thing.
3: Tuesday, best of segment one. And just like that, you're in the running for one of our CNR Nerf footballs. Woo-hoo! It was who's going to fight
1: who? The minute Andy Ruiz, guy could punch, knocked out and beat the hell out of Anthony Joshua. Joshua was taken away from that whole conversation. And for the record, everybody thought for years that uh, Chris the Nightmare Areola
0: would be the first ever you know, Mexican heavyweight champ big if, there fella would, too. if there would ever be one. Andy Ruiz shocked the world that day, and he deserves props on this Fat Tuesday. I'm a big fan, and we celebrate some other big fellas here on Fox Sports
1: Radio. Let's go to TJ in Texas. TJ, your favorite big fella on a Fat Tuesday.
2: Oh yeah. My favorite big guy has got to be Jerome Bettis. Yo,
1: Jerome Bettis took that train. He took that train. Why would I say train? Took that bus <laughs> back to Detroit and won the Super Bowl for the Steelers in his hometown and walked away a champion. Jerome, Jerome Bettis a, is a good he dude is, too. He's
0: uh, built like a bus, you know. And, he's a good and guy. we've interviewed him a few times. You'd be surprised though. He's like 5 What is it, like 5'10"? Five, 5'10". Five, yeah, 10, 10. You know, and and what a powerful guy. Jerome Bettis is a
1: great answer. Yeah. Uh, really Rick answer. in Florida. You're on with Kavino and Rich. Hey, Rick. Hey, good
2: afternoon, guys. Before I give you my answer, let me tell you. I've been to Washington, D.C. I've made that tour, and that is a complete true story about Lincoln and the hat. See? it's really they cool. Tell that,
3: they tell that story, so that is a complete true story. How
1: unbelievable, my- how unbelievable is that story, though, that before he was assassinated, he got shot through the hat. And, 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 and slayed Vampires. And slayed Vampires. <laughs>
2: My my number one choice has to be B- Babe Ruth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean that, that might be your answer. That, forget
1: Bartolo. N- that nose picker, if he wasn't picking his nose,
0: he was eating hot dogs. Loved hot dogs. He did three things. Ate hot dogs, picked his nose, and hit home runs. Babe Ruth. Great answer. Lots of uh, hot dogs. Bruno uh, and danced Brooklyn. with the
3: women too, Cavino. Don't forget about oh,
0: that. <laughs> Dude, we always joke Danny G, we always joke Rich and I, right? Like there's this documentary I saw about the Babe, and the way these old-timers always talk about him is like he could he, do no wrong. He could do no wrong. The babe would smack this old guy in the face, steal his woman for the night, and the guys would be like, Oh, that's the babe, but <laughs> that was the babe. He smacked me in the face and he
1: slept with my wife. But I tell you, man, he could hit a home run. That yeah, was the babe. It, it, they, honestly, this documentary would have stories. Like there'll be like a 90-year-old guy, like, I met the babe once, he kicked me in the nuts and pushed me down. But man, I loved it. He was hot uh, as the babe. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. That, that's how he spoke of him. But <laughs> so, yeah, he
0: loved his women, his hot dogs, and, uh, and, and his home runs. The
1: Babe, Bartolo, Oliver Miller, Andy Ruiz, uh, Brooklyn. Bruno, you're on. What There's do you think? There's a lot of them.
2: Gentlemen, good afternoon. There's What's a up, bunch man? of them out there. But the, t- the modern day one that comes to mind for me is Captain Cheeseburger, CC Sabathia. Okay. I, you know, call him, uh, C- uh, C- I call him
1: C-C- Captain Crunch, Sebastian, Because that's what he was probably eating every yeah. morning. But you know what? CeCe's all ripped. Now. He's all svelte and ripped now. But in his playing career, he may have got more velocity with the body weight and the hip movement when he when he carried a couple pounds, man. CeCe was the man. CeCe,
0: one of the greats for sure, but a big fella. There's no doubt. He came out in his pajama pants. Dude wore, <laughs> wore a big uniform. True. Um, You know, I got to say this one. I'll say it. Hold on. Let me look at the. the, the lo- all the lines are full. Yeah. Celebrating big fellas, big athletes <laughs> fat on Tuesday, know, let's Fat go. Tuesday. You want to know who the number one answer might be? It might trump your answer as far as like pure skill, like undeniable skill. Hmm. Undeniable right. skill. Undeniable skill for a big guy. He wasn't always a big guy, but it, he was a pretty big guy. <sighs> wow. Who, too? Tony Gwynn?
1: Great answer. Great answer. No. Right? Great, great answer. Tony Gwynn, great answer. I
0: mean, the greatest hitter of our
1: time. Fred is right, well, pretty big, too. You know what? We're going to get to the rest of your phone calls, the rest of your feedback. It's Fat Tuesday, and we're spreading some love. We're giving some props and giving credit to the big fellas. Big fellas. That have made a difference in big sports Big fellas here.
2: deserve love. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. Listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yo, Cavino and Rich, Rich live from the tireact.com studio.
0: I'll say, Rich, you need some new shoes, man. You know it's what I need. Hooking it up. I saw Rich walking around with Crocs the other day. Oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. I was like, did you
1: lose a bet? What's happening to the hold Rich on. Davis I met are, at the you, beach? You guys are JO's. i you Bro, you're walking around town in your <laughs> Crocs. Uh, these guys were at my house. I said goodbye to them and I walked them out and I was like, All right, I have Crocs, but Danny J. Not Crocs to wear around town. Mm-hmm. Crocs to check the mail, to do starts. some gardening. It's a gateway loser. shoe. You know that. <laughs> and, and I went to check my mailbox, and there's Cavino in his car videoing me, being like, loser with the Crocs. Loser. <laughs> That's how it starts, man. That's how it starts.
2: Oh,
0: man. We are filling in for Dan Patrick on Thursday and Friday. Just letting you know. Set your alarms. <laughs> set your alarms. Wake up with us. You know you want it. Thursday and Friday. Yes, filling sir. in for the great Dan Patrick. So join us then. That means we won't be on our regular time on Thursday and Friday. But, but just download the pod. Yeah, it's a short work week. Hope you had a nice weekend. It's good to be back. And we're going to do some trivia in a minute, but we're wrapping up this XFL
1: conversation. I'll leave it at this. Yeah, what would it that, ta- essentially, the, the question is, what would it take for you for you to really invest? Because I feel like I give the analogy that to date someone in their 30s, 40s, 50s, like you get to it, a certain... It needs to feel bigger, man. But, I,
0: I don't know what that is, well, but Danny G and I were talking about it. Uh, before the show, there's something about it that just doesn't, like, I'll give you something little, right? Like aesthetics. They didn't have the end zones painted. I feel like I'm watching a lower budget game. Like, to me, that just stands uh, out. I mean,
1: I, I think there are things they did I like. And by the way, I was, of course. what I was saying was, like, compared to trying to date someone in their 30s, 40s, or 50s that's done their own thing for so long, it's hard to break someone's habits. And we have our own habits when it comes to sports watching. When the Super Bowl's over, a lot of us are like, all right, I'll turn on the draft in a month to see what my team does, but I'm on to basketball. I'm on to baseball. I'm on to... So now you're telling someone that loves football to, like, reinvest in a whole separate
0: league. Yeah, but like like we said before, maybe they're not aiming for that old guy you know what I never in never liked? I'll
1: tell you what I never liked. I never liked when Peeps started making candy other than Easter. I used to look forward to peeps. You know why? Every Easter, I'd have a couple of those marshmallow treats that some would say were gross. I liked them. But then you know what peeps did? They got all greedy. And they said, we're going to make peeps on Halloween and Christmas and all these other holidays. Red, white, and blue peeps on the 4th of July. Takes away from the novelty. Yeah, and it takes away from my love of peeps. Guess what I don't like anymore? Peeps. I love the NFL. I don't need it the other six months of the year. If
0: anything, yeah, but there's a lot of people in America, especially America. guys like Perfet too, that just love their football regardless. See, like you're able to move on and get ready for baseball. Uh, and in minutes, we're going to try to get you fired up to I'm change ex- your I'm focus excited to about the NBA. Uh, I'm excited there's a lot about of people uh, that
1: just like football. I'm, you're excited about the XFL. I'm excited about Senga's ghost pitch for uh, the Mets. You see, he's got the ghost pitch. I have, but again. People are excited about
0: football. Period. So I'll say this: right, What would it take? There, there are quick. some good things. It just—it's uh, something to make it feel big. You need superstars, but there are positives. Like we said, the three-point conversion, uh, the challenge
3: reviews. Um,
1: yeah, Danny, explain that. You were explaining it well in the in the pre-show
3: meeting. Yeah, they did it the way we talked about on our Sunday show in 2022, where we said, "Why can't they just have an eye in the sky?" And he walks through it on his monitors, and then he goes right down to the referee and pipes into their air exactly what they need to say and do, and that's how the XFL is handling it. It's quick, to the point, and accurate.
1: I sort of like the kickoffs, too, where everyone yeah. stands still until the guy receives the football.
3: Also, the onside kick. You can instead do a, a fourth and 15 to retain possession. Wow, well, that's
1: tough, too, because it's
3: a big choice, because Yeah, yeah be we, we need
0: to see these things implemented. We need to see them work. We need to say, oh, man, they're on to something. I also think Seattle could be a, a good catalyst here on, on getting the ball rolling because they're known to support like the Sounders and, and their their smaller, teams, their smaller yeah. teams, and the city gets behind it. If they get behind these teams, they might put pressure on other cities to, hey, well, maybe we should get behind our team. But again, it, I think it's, it's going to be targeting a younger audience here. But for now, I put it on, and I got to say it was decent background. TV like it was I had it on in the background and I enjoyed what I saw I don't know if I could really dive into it and get into it when
1: there's so much other stuff to get into but I gotta say so far I kind of enjoy it why not right give it give it a shot but it, it it's gonna take a lot for everyone to be on board but you know what it's time for a
2: little NBA trivia Attention has been turned to the NBA. Let's see how much CNR have really been paying attention to the association this season. Oh boy! Oh, it's no. Tyson Takeover nope. Tuesday.
0: This is unfathomable. This, this is ridiculous.
2: We'll see you next week, champ. It's time for some CNR NBA trivia. The Ricky Rubio and Mac McClung of Radio, huh? Covino and Rich <laughs> will battle to the death. Or at least for bragging rights.
1: Are you the Mac McClung? because you're short.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, you're Mac McClung. Uh, yeah. He's Ricky Rubio. I, I see not... him jumping crocs. <laughs>
0: you know, Rich acts like he's uh, Abe Lincoln, you know, in his top hat standing a six foot seven. There's your daily thought of Abe Lincoln. <laughs> no, he's not. Let's do this because Danny G, I have a theory. Yep. My theory is right about now is when you got to shift that focus. If you're living in the NFL, or you're you're excited about baseball. Now's the time to get excited about the NBA. And that's what I normally do. I shift my focus now after the All-Star break And I get fired up about the NBA.
3: Yeah, like we were talking about last segment, this is the sports calendar for a lot of us. It is. Tyson Tuesday takeover today right here on FSR with CNR. Let's meet the contestants, the Ricky Rubio and Mac McClung of Network Radio. Covino and Richie are going to battle it up. Just like you did at the Super Bowl. Here's the rules for NBA trivia. The contestant who finishes with the best out of eight NBA questions is going to be the champ. Okay. If we finish the multiple choice question, and there's a tie, then we have a couple overtime tiebreaker questions. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, then we move on to the next question. And by the way, you each get one Dan Byer lifeline. Yeah. Okay, cool. okay. So perfect. Byer um, is standing by and Spotty is going to be our scorekeeper and judge on who buzzes in first. Is
1: he like the card girl in a bikini? <laughs> the <right>. ring girl? <laughs>
3: Let me get lamb just good, a little bit. Yeah, good that. one, Rich.
1: <laughs> let me let me ask you this, McClung, was it a a five forty or a seven twenty? Five forty.
3: Looked like a five forty. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. that little dude. Still good for him. though, what a way to debut with a tap on the backboard. Amazing. Good for, good for him. I'm glad we mentioned his name on our show Friday too. I know. I was like, yeah.
1: when you were saying his name, and I had to look him up. I'm like, who's Danny talking about?
3: <laughs> All right. Let's start here. Number one. Okay. This Sacramento Kings player has been engineering his team through winning finishes in tight games and ranks second in the NBA this season in total clutch points. Is it A, De'Aaron Fox? B DeMontis Sabonis, or C, Terrence Davis? Cavino, B. Sabonis. Oh. See? (laughs) All right, you are on the
1: board. There you go. One for Kavina. There we go. Congratulations.
3: Congratulations. All right, number two here. The team with the worst record at the NBA All-Star break is A, the Houston Rockets, B, the Detroit Pistons, Or C, the San Antonio Spurs? Rich. Rich. I believe the Houston Rockets have the worst record. Yes, tie game! There you go! Wow! Wow. There you go. 13 wins? 13 and 45. (laughs) Yeah. After that, it's the Spurs at 14 and 45. Look at that. All right, one and one. All right, number three here. This rookie leads the NBA in scoring, averaging 19.9 points per game. Is it A, Jalen Williams of the Thunder, Jeremy Sohan of the Spurs, or C Paulo Bencaro of the Magic.
1: Ooh. I'll go see Bencaro of the Magic.
3: You are right. Wow.
1: Thank you guys. Nice. What a guess. Yeah. No, is. I just knew it wasn't the, I was like, I was, I was doing like process of like elimination when I was on <laughs> I was like, What an educated like, oh,
3: guess. I was like, oh, educated guess. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I'll be, be honest.
1: Deep. It was only more, it was nothing more than an educated
3: guess. And game. a okay. factoid for you. He's an Italian citizen thanks oh. to his father's Italian heritage. I yeah. Do his that.
1: dad's big in the gabagool community. Right? Oh, is that why he wears the Italian horn around his chain? Yeah. Racist.
3: <laughs> 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 Don't forget you have buyer as a lifeline. I know. Let's go. All right. I number four, which NBA team has the best record at home? Is it A, the Denver Nuggets, B, the Milwaukee Bucks, or C, Boston Celtics? Rich. Rich. Denver Nuggets. Yeah,
1: correct. There you go. I feel like that was a lucky guess.
3: No, Denver, Nuggets the, c-
1: Denver Nuggets have the best record in nah, the Western Conference. Pretty so pretty I, I And I, I feel oh, like... Uh, can I give you, I give you credit go. for that one. Nice. Know, they're
3: 27-4 and four at home, but on the road, they're 14-14. and 14.
1: You know what's interesting about the Denver Nuggets? They're a team that's in the mix every year, but is what one of these years, are they going to be over the top and and compete for the NBA title? Like I feel like they're the team that has that weird early entry uh, exit every year.
3: All right, here's one you might need buyer's help on. All right. In the Rising Stars Challenge, I'm guessing neither of you watched it. This player scored nine straight points while he was mic'd up while being interviewed live and won MVP honors after hitting the game winner. A, Benedict Matherin of the Pacers. Never heard of him. B, Josh Giddy of the Thunder. <laughs> Never heard of him. Or C, Jose Alvarado of the Pelicans. Never Rich. Never heard of him. Giddy! No.
2: Ah, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Uh Cavino I'll say C.
3: Yes! Oh, yeah! yeah! Uh, wait, wait. wait.
1: Who's C? You
2: don't even know. C, C stands
3: for him. Kavino. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. You just answered C on all your tests in high school. <laughs> Cavino C- C- just peeked at my C- Danny. Cavino C- 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 just looked at my Scantron sheet. <laughs> all right, that's the uh, second W for Cavino there. By the way, yes, yeah, 2 to 3. And uh, Alvarado by the way, he had a dinner bet with Donovan Mitchell that he would hit the game winner. So Spidey Mitchell owes him a steak dinner now. Yeah, nice. I think
1: Mitchell could afford it.
3: <laughs> All right, number six, Mac McClung, the 2023 slam dunk champion, played for which G League team? Oh, oh. A, a the Maine Celtics, not like the main, like, yeah, yeah. Maine, like Maine, M A I N E. B the Delaware Blue Coats. Or see the Motor City Cruise. Rich, Rich, Delaware Bluecoats. Yes! Wow. I'm Dang, assuming you know. Rich.
1: I'm assuming just close to Philadelphia. Probably yeah. their
3: affiliate. So yeah. Out. Again, educated that's, guesses. That's guys. good though. Yeah, that was yeah. Good thinking. yeah, not bad. 76ers signed McClung to a two-way contract on February 14th. For a bonus, do you guys know what a two-way contract is in the NBA?
1: A two-way contract. Say it again. He's on the two-way contract, yep. meaning they could uh, they could float him back and forth between the G League and the NBA, yes. and, and it's under
3: one contract. Correct. Look at the big brain on Rich. Does that you count know, as no, a, it's point? Just a big head. No, smarter, no. Point. Sma-
1: smarter than you look sometimes.
3: <laughs> All right, number seven. Who leads the association in blocks this season? Is it a Brooke Lopez of the Bucks? B Jaron Jackson Jr. of the Grizzlies? Or C Joel Embiid of the 76ers. Rich. Go. Oh. Get, get.
1: I'm gonna use Dampire as my lifeline. All right.
3: I'm going to have to go. I know it's not Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go Jaron Jackson. You are correct. Yes. All right. That's wow. game. That's what I'm oh. oh, That is game. You know why? Because I would have picked I
1: would have picked Embiid because he's the bigger name, but I knew Dan Byer knew his stuff. Yeah. That yeah. was great
0: strategy. Yeah. Rich with me. I'm not going to lie. Nice. Rich, Rich, I got to give, look, I'll give credit where it's due. Rich used great strategy using Dan Byer when he needed it. Yeah. And... Really made some educated guesses there, so I got to just uh, you applaud go. you there. Yeah, thank you, buddy. But you know what that does? I mean, it sets the record straight that Rich just whooped me in NBA trivia. <laughs> but I'll still whoop Rich in a one-on-one game of basketball. Just kidding. It just gets our focus. I'm positive. Unless he plays some tight D on you, then know, you're doomed. It shifts our focus, though, to the NBA. And that's really the, the point of this game and the point of this discussion. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people – you know, it's a, a conscious – focus shift for oh, me. No really joke,
1: is. yeah. When the, when the NFL ends, I'm like, all right, let me really start digging into the stats and standings and everything more in the NBA. And then you start getting fired up at the playoffs And before, before you know it, it. The playoffs are here and you're watching every night. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan Byer, let's kick it, man. What's going on? Update us, buddy.
3: Little known fact, Danny G actually had to throw out a question because oh. it was going to be who's currently the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks and Nate McMillan was the answer, but oh. he is no longer, uh, yes, fired Fair today by well. the Hawks in the 8th spot in the East, 29 and 30 on the season, but McMillan dismissed just less than two years after he took over as the head coach. Lloyd Pierce was fired two years ago. McMillan took over, led the Hawks to the Eastern Conference Finals that year, got the full-time job that summer, but again, this year just hovering around five hundred, and right now just below it. He is out of a job. Joe Prunty, the assistant in Atlanta, will take over on an interim basis. You
1: know, I want to end the show with a weird lawsuit. I saw a breakout in the world of sports today and it has to do with age discrimination but when I tell you the details you're going to say "Oh, is it discrimination or is the guy just really old or is that discrimination <laughs> in itself so we'll get to that to wrap the show next. Cavino and Rich on FSR
0: Kavino and Rich here and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball meet up with old friends or show off the alma mater to your kids spring is prime time in college towns and if you're planning a trip two words for you Graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay.
1: You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L, promo code C R Show. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code C R Show. Do you know who's singing background? Michael Jackson, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was I thinking, sure. You taught me that, though. I learned it from watching you, Cavino. So, hey, Cavino and Rich, FSR. A few reminders.
0: Again, we're Cavino and Rich on social media. Cavino and Rich in real life. And we thank you guys for hanging out. Now, Thursday and Friday, we're going to be filling in for Dan Patrick. So please join us, be a part of it, call in, say what's up. Que tal? Orale? So join us Thursday and Friday. And tomorrow, a little midweek major. All your stories in the world of sports and pop culture are they (laughs) mid? Are they week? Are they major? We do it every midweek here on the Covino and Rich Show, Fox Sports Radio. Before
1: my final thought about a weird lawsuit in baseball, yeah, I was just reading some of our feedback on Facebook. You know how we always address some of these dumb questions? Do I got to block people? What do I got No, do? no, no. Now, if you're a lefty, here, here's a, it's a dumb question. And I look at my son all the time because he's a big kid. He's three, but he's a pretty big fella for a little boy. And every time I see him use his left hand, I'm like, oh, is he a lefty pitcher? Is he a lefty? Now, if you're a lefty, do you go through your whole life feeling like your handshake is awkward because it's your weird hand? Like imagine if, uh, shake my hand lefty. Imagine if every handshake was that you'd be like, well, it's a little weird. I don't have as much, uh, uh, little, yeah. If you meet a guy, but what I'm saying is if you meet a guy or a woman and they have a weak ass handshake, could it be that they're just a lefty? Or they're just lame. Where just think other. about that. Like you're you're shaking someone's hand with your dominant hand, right? Like, give me, I'm shaking a good handshake. Yeah, 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 yeah. If someone gives you a, like a weak ass dead fish handshake, could it just be that they're a lefty? I mean, yeah.
0: Based on your theory, deep thoughts. Like that's all it. I'm saying. All
1: right. You, um, you know what, Rich? Later on, when I'm on the ball, that's going to hit me. Like, you know what, Rich? Yeah, was Rich on. was a genius. Rich was onto something. All right. Well, there's a baseball lawsuit. Let me throw this out there before the end of the show. New York, I'm not laughing, by the way, but New York Mets' former pitching coach is suing the Mets for age discrimination. Okay. I mean, that's a thing, right? I find there to be nothing good about discrimination, whether it's based on your gender, your religion, your sexual likings. No one should be discriminated against. But this guy suing the Mets is 85 years old. He was a pitching coach, and I just feel like, Doesn't there come a time where maybe you don't relate to a player anymore? Like, these guys are 20-something years old, and this guy's 85. He played in the bigs. So you're saying maybe he just is too old, right? Dude, his name is... Ebenezer. Phil, Phil Regan. Ebenezer. Phil Regan. This guy played in the bigs for 10 years. He's been a coach for a long time. His headshot from when he played is in black and white. He's old. Nothing a, wrong with being old. It we was an a res-
0: sketch because they didn't have cameras. But what
1: I'm saying is we should respect our elders. Of course. But you don't think it's a little bit of a weird, a weird flex to be like, I'm suing the team. I'm You're surprised 85. he has the energy to do that. Like 85, this guy's like 20 years past yeah. when he could have stepped away well, from retired. Just, I
0: mean, just kindly tell him like, hey, look, man, you had a great run. And I'm not being ageist here. I'm just saying, but you know, the Ducks need a feeding." I mean, we are—we're all going to get old. Yeah, we're, I I'm mean, listen, excited about feeding I'll, the ducks. You know, I
1: would like—I—I'm I'd, I'd not going. Don't you hope to make it to 85? I hope day. to be
0: an old guy sitting on a bench feeding the ducks, not worrying about working at all. So
1: if you're 85, God bless him for wanting to do it. But I—I yeah, I, I applaud him. But at the same time, I'm like, it's a hot take—an 85-year-old age discrimination case.
3: I guess it's how fiery you are and how healthy you are, because true, we were talking about the XFL. How about Wade Phillips? 75, and he's the current coach of the XFL's Houston Roughnecks.
0: You're right. You could be 85 and like not sharp at all, and you could be
1: 85 and still with it. I mean, Carroll, It just depends on the person. Pete Carroll, is the most, he's the oldest coach in the NFL, right? And Pete Carroll's one of the most fiery, full-of-life type of uh, True. player coaches, right? Different for people, people love Pete Carroll. Uh, grumpy old Bill Belichick, who I predict is going to be really lovable soon, yeah. he's 70, right? Is uh, it, is it, uh, uh, so I'm just saying, 85 years uh, old. Uh, crap I of, just find it uh, to be an interesting time to be uh, like discrimination. I, m- maybe so, but discrimination or just like you know fact. I'm a little old man. That's all. Nothing wrong with that. But I, sounds, I commend them for still listen, wanting to gotta, be a part of it. You got to pivot your career, and I'm I'm trying to be sensitive about it. But pivot your career in the sense of like if you're like I work. If you work in pop radio, after a while, aren't you like? Yeah, I'm a little old to be the pop radio guy. I might I might go to like the the adult contemporary stuff. You don't want to be do you want to be the 80-year-old guy like that was Justin Bieber? Come on. It just doesn't
0: fit. Anyway. Uh, Danny G, do we have time? Or Couple are we shout wait outs? Till tomorrow?
3: Oh, really quick. Amanda Pappert and Jacob Council were our first two winners of the balls dropping inside your podcast. There you go. Oh! Amanda. Amanda.
1: And Jacob. Jacob, the guy that was uh, Professor Foods named after? <laughs> Flying, Flying Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> Flying Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> Flying Stupid Jacob Council. That's his name, right?
0: So, again, if you want to win, listen closely when you download the podcast later. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, Arima Derchi, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good night, everybody. Goodbye. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you graduate hotels.
1: We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.